the host of the Before You Kill Yourself podcast, is rejoining the show with a lot to catch us up on. It's been a while since Leo Flowers stopped by, but he is back with a lot to share. Leo was a star D1 athlete until suddenly an injury changed everything. This process took a tremendous toll on Leo's mental health and has a lot to share from that experience, plus the wisdom from his many podcast interviews. He is bringing value from all angles, but before I bring him on, let's find out how he podcasts. Leo, which platform do you stream your podcast through? Uh, I use Art19. Art19? Yeah, I love Art19. Um, Well, I mean, you can listen to my podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and all that stuff. But but the host of it is uh, Art19. And I love it. They're kind of like a boutique podcast uh, uh, host. And to the point where uh, you can't just just add your podcast. They, They actually call you and talk to you about what you want to podcast about and uh, what your mission and purpose is and make sure it aligns with their company values. So um, I feel blessed to be able to work with them. And, you know, you, you actually get to talk to a live person. So That's uh, shout out to Art19. I'll have to look into that. I'm over here. I'm on Buzzsprout, but it's always great to learn new things. And that's what networking does. You learn a lot. When in the day do you find yourself listening to podcasts, Leo? You know, it's funny. I was listening to a podcast right before this. I But typically, um, middle of the day and then uh, at the end of my day. I like so, that. Uh, middle of the day because in the morning, I, I'm all about, my philosophy has always been about create before you consume. So I don't want to consume podcasts. I don't want to consume the news. I don't want to consume emails until I have uh, uh, exercised some type of creative output, whether that's journaling, exercising, putting out a podcast, something of where I'm contri- I want to contribute first before I look to take from what's out there in the universe. I'm so, with you on that morning, uh, so man. middle of the day, I find I hit that kind of brain fog, right? Where I'm like, all right, I, I've been up since six. I've been grinding since noon. Um, what's going out there in the world? Now, now I'm ready for the world. I don't check my email in the mornings either until I get a certain amount of tasks done. Something I'm very big on is before I go to sleep, I write down the three most important things I need to do as soon as I wake up along with planning out my day, because, you know, if you answer one email, you could start answering a bunch. And before you know it, there goes an hour. Do you find yourself listening in the car to these shows and your headset? Um, you know, that's a great uh, question. So I have, I have different ways of listening to it. Uh, if I listen to it in the car, Michelle and I, we, we take like long car rides and we love listening to podcasts like Duolingo or the moth, like storytelling podcasts. And what I love about doing that is that it sparks conversation between us. Uh, We oftentimes won't listen, we won't even finish the podcast because we've paused it so many times to kind of highlight or or highlight or discuss Mm -hmm. what, uh, what was shared and how it resonates 
with us and, and any thoughts that stream from that. So we're, we're really listening as a form of uh, connection and intimacy and discovery. You know, it's a great way to learn more about your partner or the person that you're with. Um, and also to have discussions about topics that uh, may be more challenging for us uh, to discuss. I like that a lot. A podcast you're using to make a relationship stronger, learn more about your partner. I have not heard that, but I think it's something that could certainly work. And thank you for sharing that with our audience. I would love to hear how you podcast too. Email me, info at vincentalancy.com, and I will feature you at the beginning of an episode right here with Leo. Thank you for joining us. It is time to talk all things mental health, and this is a mental health break. I am your host and author of the books, Mental Health Week, and Mr. Lancy Talks Mental Health, Vincent A. Lancy. You can learn more about me at Vincent A. Lancy across all social media or YouTube. The website is vincentalancy.com. For those of you who are new to the show, each week I sit down with a mental health advocate or professional from around the world to share their why relating to mental health, along with some tips for success. We all have a different why, and we were about to learn today's guest's why in just a second. I began focusing on mental health after suffering a traumatic brain injury or a TBI. Before I bring Leo on, I want to share that this episode is brought to you by Tampa Counseling and Wellness, dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, call today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling and Wellness, therapy that inspires change. Their website and phone number is in the episode description. Just scroll down. And today's guest is a former D1 athlete, as I mentioned, who graduated with a Master of Arts in Counseling and Psychology degree. So you also get value from that side too. As I mentioned, after the personal experiences, he's also a TEDx speaker and host of the amazing podcast, Before You Kill Yourself. As the host, he interviews other mental health experts, comedians, and best-selling authors as they destigmatize mental health and teach you how to thrive. I remember from the first episode we joined, he does a lot of stand-up comedy and had some big appearances as well in some big networks. I think that's very courageous. And as we know, confidence is a big part of mental health. He'll teach you to be confident as well. There's not much he won't teach you to do. Leo Flowers, thank you for coming on the show to break down some mental health stigma. Thank you for having me, brother. I'm excited to be a part of this. And, uh, you know, I truly believe the the glory is in sharing our story. So I'm ready to get started. I agree with you. It's going to be great to catch up right now. Please reintroduce yourself to our audience. Let them know who Leo Flowers is, and then we will get into mental health talk. Man, Vincent, you did such a great job. I feel like they know everything about me. Division one athlete. I have a podcast. Uh, you know, the only thing they don't know is uh, I'm a little jet lag from the flight, flight last night. But um, but, you know, I, I'll say this uh, that wasn't included. You know, I just turned 45 and it's so fascinating how at the age of 45, when it rains, it pours in this past year, I was diagnosed with asthma, never had an asthma issue in my life, as you as you shared, I was a Division One athlete, no breathing issues. 
uh, discovered I have sleep apnea, which means I stop breathing in my sleep uh, to the point, uh, Vincent, where I did a sleep test and they discovered I stopped breathing 177 times every night in my sleep. So that's 45, that's 45 years of my life that I spent unrested. Um, and uh, also was diagnosed with uh, prediabetes. So uh, a, a lot of changes have had to be made this year. And, uh, and, and part of that is, uh, you know, uh, kind of grieving some of the, um, that loss of identity, a feeling invincible or feeling like I could do whatever, whenever, because I'm a division one athlete. And now at 45, uh, I'm walking around with an inhaler. So uh, I went hiking with my mom who turned 70 next year. And I had to turn back around during the hike. I was like, I got to go back. <laughs> so, you know, in, in terms of mental health and, and stigma, uh, you know, we know that when, you know, health issues and uh, identity issues, all that ties into it. So I, I'm excited to share the journey with you. Me as well. It's been a while since we sat down. We actually went through a pandemic in between of when we spoke. Let's talk about one thing you learned about your mental health during the COVID pandemic? I need a team. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that I realized um, that I can't do it by myself. Mm -hmm. I immediately, and, and I understand for me and what I was able to do, but um, I immediately got an online therapist. As soon as, it, as, soon as the lockdown started, like that, that first day where, I don't know, it was like March 18th, 17th, uh, I immediately was like, I went in a fight, fight or flight mode and I said, I don't know how long this is going to be. And, but I accepted and I was, uh, that it could be permanent mm -hmm. and we may never emerge from this. So I said, I need a team of people to keep me sane because there's no way I can stay like down. So I got a therapist, an online Zoom therapist. Um, I got a life coach. And I also uh, started a men's group uh, called Onda. I started that with, with a, a few friends of mine uh, where we meet every week and we just talk for, for 90 minutes and share and connect uh, and cry and laugh and get angry and all those things. And then I also started uh, a sugar and carbs addicts anonymous group. Not that I started, but I joined. Okay. So there's like AA, then I joined SCAA, and then I did, and then I started strategizing. You know, I like how, um, uh, in terms of being intentional about reaching out to people. So when you ask me what was the thing I learned about my mental health. I realized that my mental health is so dependent on uh, my relationships and feeling connected and the willingness to reach out and talk to people ab uh, about things that I had would typically have been uncomfortable with talking about. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, people relationships have taught me to value of that. That's, you know, like I said, at the beginning of this, I'm jet lagged because I was just home and uh, not home, but I went back to Indianapolis 
in Muncie for homecoming. And I haven't been back in years, but I told myself months ago, I may never have a chance to go back because things are opening back up and I'm working so much. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm not intentional about planning my connections with people, about planning with uh, not just building relationships, but uh, deepening mm-hmm. the, my existing relationships, then my work is is always going to be a part. There's always work to do. There's, you know, I got a bookshelf over here. I have a, a, a million um uh, notepads in front of me. Uh, you know, I have emails unanswered. I have text messages mm-hmm. uh, that are waiting for me to respond to. So there's always work to do. So I have to be intentional about connecting with friends, family, and and meeting new people. Um, so I, I knew I needed that for my mental health. A lot of great points there. You need to be supportive of yourself before you can be supportive of others. And you need to do things that make sure that happens since you can't go out of therapy. Our guest today is out in California. So there are pretty strict lockdowns from what I understand that may have limited your ability to get back and forth. Where did you find the therapist online? Did you use a teledoc? Did you find another service? You know, I'm blessed. My girlfriend found it. Uh, She actually... So what was interesting is the first therapist that I found, um, you know, we did a few sessions and I just didn't feel the vibe that he, mm-hmm. he felt preoccupied, like he didn't really want to be there, that uh, whatever I was sharing was, um, you know, like he was like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? Why, why are we even doing this? Um, and so I just didn't feel heard or seen or understood. And, and so I share that because know that your relationship with your therapist is just as important as the uh, the credentials of your therapist, right? They could have all the plaques. They could be from Harvard, Yale, studied at Oxford and speak 10 languages or and have all these different um, uh, credentials and accomplishments. They could be a, a book author, but ultimately it's about how do you feel in the session? And do you feel seen by them? Do you feel heard and supported? So that relationship is really key to your transformation and also your commitment and longevity uh, with the therapy. Therapy is not a one size fits all. And you're listening on. I've heard me said that before. Like he's saying he wasn't feeling the vibe. Don't think that's the therapy think that's more of just not the right fit and that's fine people are so different from each other especially now after a covid lockdown our wants and needs are different the way we're going to connect with people is different but leo here is pivoting to something that works well for him therapy is not for everybody but for some people it is a great great tool and resource give it a try if you think it might be a great fit leo i'd also like to now shed some light on your podcast before you kill yourself podcast i know you're doing a ton of great work over on that show let's talk about the podcast a little bit yeah my podcast before you kill yourself is a suicide prevention podcast i myself have struggled and struggled with suicidal ideation when i was nine i told my mom when i turned 40 i was going to end my life now i'm 45 but that conversation that thought um, has never left me. And, um, it, 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 um, you know, I, I want to dig deeper as to why I would say something like that and why other people say things like that. And 
end up ending their lives. Um, you know, some have ended their lives at the age of nine and some at 29, some at 40. And um, it was one of those things that I never took seriously. I was like, oh, yeah, I always say that. I'll, I'll never do that. And then Rashawn Salama, Heisman tri uh, Trophy winning running back, um, and ended his life. And I was like, wow, he had a Heisman Trophy, which is the highest honor you can get in college football. Then he got recruited and played for the Bears, which would, uh, which would be a lifelong dream for me, uh, you know, when I was younger. And yet he ended his life in his 30s. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other people who have a similar story. And so I was like, if people with resources and intelligence and, and family and friends and all the and therapists and things that we say you need to, to live a long life are ending their lives, um, then it must, there has to be something else missing here. And, uh, and so I want to start my podcast because um, I want it to be a, a free resource for people who feel like they're alone in this, who feel like um, they're the only ones feeling the pain, the hurt, the misery, the abandonment, uh, the isolation, the withdrawal. And I want to let them know that um, there are other people who are who are who have a similar story, or at least uh, you know it, the story is not the same. We're feeling the same, you know. Uh, emotions, hurt, pain, grief—these are all part of the human experience, and no one is immune to that. So I want my podcast to be a reminder of that, and and that's why I have people who share both stats. You know, I have authors and and researchers and psychologists on to talk about suicide and suicidality. And then I have people who um, have, have attempted suicide and they talk about what they were going through and what their experience was and what's given them strength and what's given them hope to, to keep going and to now share their story. So, you know, I, the podcast is, uh, um, you know, talking about and sharing both sides of that. And then we, we're also very practical mm -hmm. because we know that, like that people people who've entered their lives, you know, sometimes it's a job loss, divorce, um, a transition. They're, they've been bullied, unrequited love, um, you know, these different things are, you know, they just feel isolated. And so we're talking about finances, you know, Bitcoin, how to get out of debt, how to, uh, you know, what to do if you lose your job. Um, you know, how to, how to, you know, how to take care of your health, how food affects your mood. You know, we have dietitians on, uh, to talk, cause you know, for myself, I found that, um, limiting my sugars and carbs has reduced my, my mood swings and my suicidality. So okay. when we're talking about saving somebody's life, that means we have to talk about life. We have to talk about what do you what do you do if you're going through a divorce or if you catch your spouse cheating? Because these are reasons why people end their lives. Um, so we're talking about life. I think you're doing a great service by doing that because you're making it a conversation that's casual. You're making these topics that are not so casual, just like mental health that we are both doing together. A lot of topics you talk about need more attention. Just no one wants to be the one to go out there and say it. 
you're giving people information they need, Leo. Thank you. Before we sign off, of course, I'm going to ask you for your last word again, but I'd like to give you the opportunity on this new episode, instead of us doing another spotlight story, like for new guests, I want to give you the opportunity to shout out someone, spotlight someone who is doing great work for the mental health community. Leo, who would you like to show some love to? My mom. Like my that. mom is, and, and, I, and I'll tell you why, you know, my mom just came to visit us um, a few weeks ago. And like I said, she turned 70 next year. And, you know, I took for granted how strong my mom is. And I never really asked her questions because I was like, well, I have a master's. She only has a high school diploma. Uh, I make more money than she does. What does she know about life? And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing she knows so much about life. And, and the beauty is that she doesn't know what I know. And, and that's why I should be picking her brain because she has different experiences. She has a different background, a different perspective. So I definitely should be picking her brain. But I say my mom because uh, when she came to visit, uh, my mom loves to play the lottery. And I said, Ma, what would you do if you won the lotto? You know, because everybody wants the money, but a lot of people don't really think about what they would do with the money. 100%. And she said, she said, I would buy a Harley Davidson and ride it across country. <laughs> and she made this, and I, I videotaped it. I put it up on my Facebook and she made this little run run with her hands like she was revving the engine. And the, it, I mean, everybody commented. Everybody was like, I love your mom. Your mom is so cute and adorable. And what makes that, that story funny is my mom says she wants a Harley. She wants to ride, drive it across country. My mom has never learned how to drive. She doesn't have a driver's license. She never got one, never sat behind the wheel of a car. And yet here she is about to turn 70. And her wish is to get a Harley Davidson and drive it across country. And that is just a reminder of how ridiculous life is and how ludicrous it all is and not to take things so seriously. Because anybody mm-hmm. who is thinking about things would be like, "There's, how do you jump from a car to a motorcycle? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's like, that's like, you don't have a driver's license, but uh, I want to, I want to learn to fly helicopters. It's like, hold on, learn how to drive a car first. And here's my mom. She's leapfrogging 10 steps and the, the look of joy in her face. And when I shared that video, how many people that I hadn't talked to in so long were just inspired by her zest for life, for, for her vitality and her enthusiasm uh for you know still ha- wanting that dream and you know and, and it also just conjures up the image of like yeah going across country would be cool at any age to feel that breeze uh on your face the 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 open road the mm-hmm. uh, the engine i mean it, what a time to be alive and, and we're never yes. too old to feel that Love that message too. follow your dreams. If you want it, go out there and get it, make it happen. Leo, how can everybody find you? If you go to leoflowers.com, it links to my podcast, to my comedy. 
Um, and then if you go to thrivewithleo.com, thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, with leo.com, uh, there is one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together. Absolutely. Be sure to check him out. You know, we are at a mental health break on all social media. Besides Twitter, because of the character limit, we are podcast by Lancey. So you have updates from all of my shows. I am at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media. YouTube, my website is vincentalancey.com. All of my books are on Amazon, so you get them tomorrow if you prime it. My latest book is Mental Health Week, the go-to book for elementary school students to learn the basics of mental health in a fun story. Leo, give us a last word before we sign off. Your glory is in your story, right? So whatever you're going through, when you share your story, start off with your flaws. You know, I do stand-up comedy. And the first thing I talk about is, you know, struggling with diabetes. Uh, I talk about how I slept in my car for three years. I talk about my relationship uh, struggles with my dad and, and romantically. These are the things that connect us as people. Yes. The deeper we, we go into our story, the more universal our story becomes. It's why if you watch Netflix, that's why the Squid Game is the number one show, right? It's it's a Korean show with subtitles, a South Korean show, you know, uh, with subtitles, and yet millions of Americans and people worldwide are watching this, even though they've never been to South Korea mm-hmm. and they don't know what the Squid Game is. So the, their glory is in your story. Whatever you're going through, somebody can connect with that. Thank you for sharing that. That is very important. I always believe you never know what part of story is going to resonate with you. If you tune in today, it might be where Leo's from. might be that he played football. might be that he likes to hike or he's family oriented. You name it, that he's a podcast. There's something that's going to connect with you that will allow you to tap into his life and make a difference in your own. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week on a mental health break. Leo Flowers, thank you for stopping by once again. Thank you, brother. I'll see you later, Vincent.